This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello everybody and welcome to a special Liverpool Blood Red podcast. Uh, joining me today is not our full-time LFC correspondent James Pearce, he is still away. However, with me I do have Joe Rimmer. Hiya Joe. Hi Ian. And also Paul Gorst. Hi Paul. Afternoon Ian. Hello, and we are here on a Wednesday, which is we wouldn't normally do a podcast on this day, but we're here because tomorrow the fixtures are being announced for the next Premier League season, and we are going to have a little bit of a reminisce, aren't we, Joe, about opening days past and how seasons have started, at least, for Liverpool. Yeah, it's a massive game, isn't it, the opening day? No matter who you play, it sets the tone, and, and I always think memorable seasons tend to have memorable opening day victories, if you like, um, so... I, I play, place a lot of emphasis on the opening day and it can really shape the mood I think so quite excited about tomorrow it's the first time for me that I really start thinking about the new season um, when those fixtures come out and you can set the date sort of thing you can start getting excited Paul are you excited or are you as laid back as ever? <laughs> uh, I'd probably say as laid back as ever but I do get doesn't do shows. excitement does he? No, he doesn't I've, I've seen him raise his eyebrow once or twice to be fair <laughs> doesn't no. have emotions I, I do agree with you it, it does set the tone I think if you look at, at previous results over the years and you kind of think if such and such would have happened instead how, how different might, might that have been I know you look at maybe Roy Hodgson start as Liverpool manager I know a lot of people don't like the way he managed Liverpool for, for six months and they're certainly within the right to assume that. But you look at that particular Arsenal fixture, which was a one-all draw with Arsenal. Joe Cole got a red card. It was a late equaliser by Arsenal when Pepe Reina basically threw it into the net. And you kind of think, if Liverpool would have held on and got a 1-0 win, how different might, might that campaign have been? It, it, it's just little things like that, isn't it? You know, um, But I agree with Joe as well. You know, Good seasons that Liverpool have had tend to start with, with positive results. I mean, I you will not be uh, surprised to hear I absolutely hate the start of the season. You hate uh, everything, though, don't you? Yeah, but you, you but, I, but yeah. I hate it for the very reasons that you like it, because it does set the tone. So when you go into that first game, it's probably the one game of the entire season that I'm thinking, oh, you know, whoever better not mess this one up, because it does set the tone. Because if you lose the first game, certainly if Liverpool, say, lose the first game of this season, whoever, next season, whoever they play... Suddenly it's like, whoa, well, hang on. They're supposed to have to have to be you know, perfect to try and catch up with Manchester City and they've already lost the first game. And I know there's still another 37 games to go. But it's amazing how yeah. often it does set the tone, it does set the mood amongst supporters, especially with there being no, thankfully, no Champions League qualifiers this year, Joe. It's all on the Premier League for those first opening weeks, isn't it? Definitely. And, and as you say that, here's one then that, that would that fit that exact mood in terms of They'd got so close the year before, and then the next season starts. And I remember them getting Tottenham 2009-10, Tottenham away on the opening day. And I remember putting something on my Facebook account at the time, and a uh, Man United fan from university answering me saying, oh, if Liverpool can't beat Tottenham away, then they're not, they don't deserve to be in the running for the league. But I remember thinking it was a tricky test at the time. Tottenham was sort of hanging around the, the sort of top six just outside. And I remember thinking, you want an easy, easier opening day. And they went there and they got beaten. And that season ended up being a season of struggles. Rafa Benitez's last year. So you do want a fixture list to be kind to you. And you do want something that you think will give you the best chance at the best possible start. And hopefully with the Champions League fixtures not being there until September this year, it gives us a chance to really get hit the ground running. I mean, Paul, do you think that the fixture list in general is important? And I don't mean in terms of, yeah, because they have to play each other twice, but the way that the fixtures, you know, a, a, a schedule, does that impact on a, on a team's, 
you know, performance for the season. I mean, look at basically look at Everton last season where they had a very difficult start to the season and they've all got to play each other twice, but the order that they played them in meant that they didn't win that many games and Ronald Koeman was gone. And then since, you know, by, by November he'd gone. I think there's kind of three areas of, of the year that you look at it in terms of being critical. You know, the first few weeks you don't want to be playing United, Arsenal, Chelsea in, in the space of four games or whatever. And then you look at the the festive period, which is always chock a block, isn't it? You've got your Boxing Day, your twenty eighth, maybe your New Year's Day. Um, so I, I think that those are two very important periods. And then of course the running, maybe the last four or five games when you your season, you know where you where you're trying to go for the remainder of the season. So I think those three periods are crucial. And then everything else is just dotted around, and you, and you you play teams when whenever. It's never really interested me um, in terms of then. But I think those three periods are. And obviously, um, Liverpool fans and Everton fans will always look to uh, to win the derby as first, and then possibly uh, Manchester United. I mean, if you do look at those first few weeks, as Paul says, they are the ones that are the most important, aren't they, Joe? Because, Definitely. Because, yeah. because, because you could end up. I think it was the other year when Liverpool played Arsenal away first, yeah, and then yeah. did they play Tottenham quite early on? They had, they had yeah. United uh, was was in there early yeah. as well, weren't, weren't they? And Chelsea early as well. On. Chelsea and Chelsea was always on the yeah. so. That did set the tone for that season, which they ended up finishing. Okay, yeah. there was no Europe for them, but they ended up finishing fourth, and we got in the Champions League. So what happened in that this year? Definitely, I think if you have a good start, Man City had a good start last year, and it? it sets the mood, doesn't it? And and it means that you get Liverpool playing and they're confident. I think you do want a Man United or a Chelsea or, or, or an Arsenal in the opening day, weeks of the season, but I think you want them. I know that away game was the exception, but I think you want them at home. Remember 13-14 under Rodgers, they had a really good start and they won, I think, three games, 1-0. Yeah, Sturridge, wasn't it? Yeah, All three goals. The third game was Man United at home and they got a 1-0 win. And you could just see already there was confidence, there was confidence there and they'd beaten one of their rivals early doors. So I think you do want one of those teams, but I just think you want them at home. You don't want to be handed a trip to Old Trafford in the second week of the season because then that puts a lot of pressure on you to go and get a result. Essentially as well, the fitness levels are still pre-season yeah, yeah. You know, levels, aren't they? So it's, uh, it's a difficult one to try and negotiate early on. Yeah. When you when you, pl- you play, you've, you've basically got big games and your players aren't 100%, uh, whereas you know, another team might be in a similar boat. Arsenal are a team that seems to, sorry, Arsenal are a team that seems to get caught cold at the start of the yeah. season. And they are you know, going away and winning there a couple of years back. But I remember Aston Villa winning Aston the Villa, Emirates yeah. on the yeah. over in West Ham won there as well, yeah. yeah. And, and it, they seem to be a side that don't, maybe it would be different under the new manager, but they don't seem to click into gear early doors. So I think each team's different, you know, and I think a Klopp team tends to be one that they train so hard over the summer that they, they are are ready for it come the opening day. Um, but yeah, certain teams seem to do better than others in the opening weeks of the season. I mean, these fixture lists aren't just a matter of being completely random. We have to point out that there are certain... Things that are set in stone, and I mean, you mentioned then about you know Liverpool getting Manchester United early on. You know, there's some rule whereby the big derbies they don't happen on the the first day of the season or the last day of the season, or certainly in the first couple of weeks. And I think there was another one that got revealed the other month that in the last couple of seasons, at least, the top six don't play each other on the opening day or the final. I think all the final days, well, certainly the opening day. Now you might go, well, hang on, two years ago Arsenal played Liverpool, but Liverpool the season before finished eighth, I think mm. it was. So that's why why that happened. So it. If Liverpool, I mean, we're only speculating as to who they might end up facing, but it's very unlikely it's going to be the likes of Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea, any of them really. And if it is, it'd be, it'd be a bit of a surprise, wouldn't it, Paul? Yeah, it would. Um, as you say, it very rarely happens. Uh, even as you mentioned, then when Liverpool did play Arsenal, Liverpool weren't coming off a great season previously. But I think Liverpool, 
might be hoping for maybe a middle of the road side when the fixtures are announced tomorrow morning. I think if they, if they, they're playing a, a, a newly promoted team, that's always a, a little bit of an extra struggle that they've got to spring in the step, and you know their supporters are, are firing on all cylinders. So I think maybe Liverpool look to avoid um, someone like that, and they could play someone who maybe finished around about ninth or tenth next season uh, at home, preferably. I think that would be that would represent the the perfect start for Liverpool. I mean, they tend not to have many home games. Certainly, the last I think it's the last three years they've been away from home. They, they played Stoke, Arsenal, Arsenal. and uh, and. Watford, Watford, Watford yeah. 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 It was there for the Watford game. That, that, that was the game where me and James Pierce turned up and in the press box they hadn't even bothered to give us a seat. As in, we literally didn't have anywhere to sit down. We were just stood yes, up for the first 25 yeah, minutes of the game. Yeah, I was at Stoke away in, in... When was that? That was Rogers last... 2015, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a good... I remember Coutinho scoring a great goal and of course they'd just been beaten 6-1 yeah. mm. in the last game of the season. So that... I wouldn't say say exercised a few demons because then Rogers would go on to get sacked, but it certainly was a good start to that season. And they they actually started that season fairly well, didn't they? They had a draw at Arsenal, I think another one 0 win, if I'm not mistaken. Bournemouth. Yeah, Bournemouth. Yeah. So it, it, they've been actually quite lucky in those last few fixtures that they've got some positive results. But I'd love to see Liverpool start this one at home. You know, the, the absolute dream would be like, what does failed at home? Yeah, just yeah. Some along those lines. Yeah. The thing about that though is that the television companies want the game, don't they? Want the big game, the big sell for the start of the season. So a promoted team away from home, one of the big yeah, teams. Yeah. You can imagine Man City or somebody like that playing at Cardiff or Wolves against Manchester United. That that'd be a big yeah, deal. And also, yeah. there's also the the extra not complication, but factor the fact that the season doesn't even start on the Saturday anymore, does it? It's starting uh, on the Friday, Friday night. night. Friday night yeah. will be the first one. So well, well, the, the, the first fixture last season was Arsenal Leicester, wasn't it? On the Friday, on the Friday night. night. Yeah. Yeah. Was it? I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. James I mean, Pierce came round to my house. Did he? Yeah, did he house and home? I didn't. No, no I to think no. about the cinema that night. Well, what was on? Oh, now you're asking. Can't remember. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That's ruined that. Um, so let's just look at the Premier League era then. For now, I'll obviously talk a bit about before that because I'm old enough to remember opening games from that day. But Joe, I mean, what are your favourite good memories of opening games? I mean, we mentioned the Arsenal four three. That's the most yeah. Obvious one that springs to mind recently, but there's there's been quite a few my, few others, haven't there? My absolute favourite, and I'd be surprised if in the Premier League era, if if you guys don't don't agree with me, Aston Villa away 2007, yeah, eighth, um, Gerard free kick last minute. It was an absolute stunner of a free kick, and and it, Liverpool had made a few new signings that year. And I remember thinking that was Torres' Torres, first season, yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, yeah. I remember thinking that. They, they could really have a good go and, and it didn't transpire that they had to go at the title but they did have a good season overall but that that was a great 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 opening day and, and the, I remember around that time always putting so much placing so much emphasis on that opening day and, and like Ian was saying being, being a little bit nervous about it almost and I remember that go- game and the go- the relief when that goal went in um, was, was just brilliant so yeah that, that would be my favourite opening day it's kind of up there for me as well, to be honest. I think it was the first ever game once at Tanta Sports, if you remember that. So since you've gone for that one, I think I'm going to go for Random one. observation there. But. Yeah, it's just the, <laughs> these things I remember. Um, if you're going to go for that one, I'll go for a different one, and I'll say um, Sunderland nil, Liverpool 1, yeah, yeah. 2008. Um, it was, uh, Torres. Torres' yeah. se- second season where he was, he was coming off that incredible 12 months at Liverpool, wasn't he? Where he, he just, won the, just won the European Championships with Spain with the winning goal. And the big question was, could he do it again? Could he kind of 
kick on and, and just continue in that same vein of form. And Liverpool was, was struggling that day. Uh, they were in one of my favourite kits. It was that grey one with, with the, the red. And with about 15 minutes to go, we just rifled it in low from about 25, 30 yards uh, after a great ball from Alonso. And it was like, yeah, th- this guy's the real deal and he's just going to carry on scoring goals like he, like he has done last season. I mean, one that I remember from a bit further back would be when they won 6 1 at Crystal Palace, yeah. which was yeah. in, in 94. And that was when Roy Evans was in his, his first full season in charge. I think he'd taken over from Graham Sooners, I think in the January, I think it was, maybe possibly the February. I think it was the January, actually. Um, and just very. Nobody was expecting it because even then Crystal Palace was a bit of a, a dodgy place for Liverpool to go to. I mean, they'd obviously had the recent history of the 4 3 in the, in the FA Cup semi final in 1990. But. They just blew them away, and that kind of set a tone for a season, as, as we've said before. Having not won something for a couple of years and struggled under Graeme Sooners, they ended up winning the, the League Cup and also finished, I think it was fourth in the league, which was their best finish for a few years. So, you know, other than that, you look at the Arsenal one, don't you? The 4 3. Yeah. That's sure. one that, again, that it's yet again another one where a player announces himself, Sadio Mane. Yeah. There's been a few examples of that. I mean, Going back, you look at Nigel Clough scored against, I think it was Sheffield Wednesday, Stan Collymore scored Collymore, against yeah, Bradford, yeah. Bradford City. Um, it's been, oh, Michael Owen, it wasn't his Wimbledon? first game, but, yeah. it was, but we, I think it was his first start. Did, did, he, did he come on for the final day of the previous season yeah. and scored oh, and then played again in the same picture and yeah. scored? Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Penalty, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was a 1-1, one, 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 I think it was, yeah. the, the opening day of the season. 17, wasn't he? And another one that gets forgotten was Jubal Cissé, scoring Tottenham, at Tottenham yeah, in... Yeah. in one also. Rafa Benitez's first game in charge. I mean, these are games that obviously are important for a number of levels, but there will be players who will be, you know, you look at Fabinho, Cater, this will, whoever they play in the first game of the season, that's going to be the first chance to make an impression in a competitive game. So it's a big deal for them as well, isn't it? Yeah, undoubtedly. All eyes are going to be on them, aren't they? As soon as pre season starts, the poor fans are going to be straight into, you know, let's let's see if Cater's worth all the fuss and yeah. you've heard about him being one of the most gifted midfielders in, in Europe over the last 18 months and, and they can't wait to see what he's all about um, a, a little bit different with Fabinho people uh, I'd imagine they might have seen him more during Monaco's march to the, the semi-finals but he's, he's a different player and I don't think that there's quite the excitement there but you know he's a very good holder midfielder and that's a, a position that uh, a lot of fans have, have been keen to see strengthened over the past couple of years so all eyes will, will certainly be on them on August the eighth or maybe the ninth. Yeah, that's that Arsenal game when Sadio Mane first played. That I'd seen him play a bit for Southampton and I was impressed by him, but I, I didn't think he was quite as classy as he as he actually has been. You know, I, I thought he was a lot more pace and maybe a lot less technique. And and in that game, he frightened Arsenal and immediately you knew that Liverpool had the player, didn't you? And, and the goal he scored was absolutely phenomenal. But it was also a game that Casino, I think, just took his game to the next mm. level. I think he ended up having a fantastic season, but he underlined his class. And I actually remember that game because I'd come back from a stag do in, in Bratislava and we'd touched down just about five minutes into the first <laughs> half. It's a strange one, but we, we'd, we'd touched down about five minutes into the second half. I'd quickly gone to a, a local, basically, my girlfriend was playing in a tennis final and she wanted me to watch her. So I ran down to this tennis club sat and, and just basically watched a little bit of it and just ra- kept running into the clubhouse to watch the game and of course they went a goal up didn't they Arsenal they missed a penalty mm. and then went a goal up and then Coutinho scored an absolutely outrageous free kick um, and, and he was absolutely class that day and, and people like Lallana as well they had a nice start to the season scored there and then ends up having a very good season so it does it does give players a lot of confidence and you know if Cater or Fabinho even can come out of it and have a good game 
it, it'll bode well for them in their, their Liverpool careers, I'm sure. Um, if they struggle, then it might do the opposite. So, fingers crossed that whoever else as well that they sign, I'm sure they will have completed other signings by then. But as you mentioned, yeah. it does set the tone, doesn't it? Because yeah. Liverpool won that game 4-3 and eventually pipped Arsenal to, to top four by a point, was it? Yeah. So, yeah. If, if Arsenal equalised in the last five minutes, you know who knows how that season pans out and... You, you kind of look through the seasons where Liverpool have, have had an impressive one, and it normally does start with, with a really good result. Possibly last season was the uh, the, the the one um, obvious one, which is a bit different to that. Is they, they drew with Watford, didn't yeah, they? And, yeah. and it was a, a last minute goal which basically punctured the optimism for for a week or two. But Liverpool ended up having a, a sensational season, really. I mean, before the Premier League, there was football. Before the Premier League, I hate to break that to, to everybody who's listening to this. Um, and I, but I, I remember it during the certainly during the eighties that Liverpool had this spell whereby whoever they played on the opening game of the season got relegated. I think it was something like seven out of nine. And uh, I actually commented on this in a letter to do you remember ninety minutes the the magazine. Do you remember ninety yeah, minutes? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Paul's looking at me to say mm-hmm. no, I don't remember that. Uh, and I got letter of the week. Yeah, well yeah. done. Yeah, well done to me. Oh, you were 13 or something? I was, you told uh, me the story. No, I think it was about 16 or <laughs> seven, 16 or 17 yeah. it was. And I won a pair of Reebok Integrity Integrity Pro Boots, which were worn by Ryan yeah. Giggs. Oh, wow. Which, of course, made me turn into not Ryan no. Giggs. No. <laughs> any, other, any other kind of Ryan, basically. Yeah. Not him. Now, there are... <laughs> That's a nice little story. It is. The first game, actually, the first weekend of the Premier League season, the first ever game shown live on Sky Sports yeah. was Liverpool. And that Nottingham was... Forest. Yeah, Nottingham Forest. Yeah. And they emerged defeated by one goal to nil, scored by... Teddy Sheringham. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Nottingham Forest in their lovely red kit with white stripes. Liverpool in their green kit. And David mm-hmm. James in goal. James were in, in yellow. Like yellow yeah, kit, yellow yeah. Kit, yeah. We all, all remember that. And that, again, that set the tone for what would end up being a pretty difficult season. But there have been actually, I think Liverpool have lost, I think, is it four, four or five opening games in the in the Premier League era? I think Chelsea was one. Chelsea was two one. 2-1 when... Yeah, yeah Chelsea... Oh, Owen with the twice-taken penalties. Yeah. That's that right. Again, that, that was Roman Abramovich's first game in charge, by the way, in, yeah, as owner of Chelsea. Because once again, Liverpool have played Chelsea in the last day of the season, been beaten to lose out in fourth place. Abramovich took over, and then, and then, of course, I remember being impressed by Chelsea that day. I was there, and I remember thinking that they they did have a very good side and of course they began to become a really good team and and Liverpool looked like they were going in the opposite direction although they got fourth that year they you could tell that there was a gap opening up between the two sides. We mentioned the Tottenham two one defeats. Trying to think, of, there was another one. Oh, oh, West Brom. West Brom. Yes. Brendan Rodgers' first Brom. first ever game as manager. Three 0 defeat. Was it was it two sendings off that day? Was it Agger? No, wasn't it one sending off and two penalties? They missed two penalties. Right. Yeah. Agger got sent off definitely, and they definitely missed a penalty and definitely scored one. Yeah, Salton Gera hit one from the t- well, yeah. yeah. I tried to forget that. It was it was a strange one, wasn't it? Because Brendan Rodgers had come in and Liverpool fans were kind of looking forward to seeing how uh, he he could. Turn Liverpool into this passing side that he'd, he'd done so well with, with Swansea, and then first game in they get beat three 0 to West Brom. And it's they played a few Europa League games before then, though, hadn't they? Yeah, yeah Gomel and, and Hearts. But yeah. I don't, <clears throat> I don't think anyone particularly attributed that to, to Rodgers at the time. It was kind of just one of them teething problems. But the three 0 defeat to West Brom, you know, you're looking back on it now, you think if that happened now, there'd be, be so much uproar. Do you, do you remember um, 2006 Sheffield United away when um, in the yellow when, kit? Yeah, in the yellow kit, Fowler, Fowler's penalty, Gerrard's mm. 
fall, which um, Neil Warnock still went on about to the end of the season. It's not um, like him. That's yeah, not like Neil, him. Neil yeah. Warnock. I mean, I think you'll find that he it was the intent of the tackle, wasn't it? That's what the referee said. He said basically, well, if if Gerard hadn't gone out of the way, he would have gone down, so yeah. it's a penalty. Which, if that's the yeah. case, then there'd be an awful lot of fouls yeah, and a lot, yeah. lot of penalties given. But I remember that under Benitez, Liverpool having like early doors. I think they drew the first. During the opening day, the first three seasons of his reign, I always remember being disappointed because they went to Tottenham and got a decent point, but then they drew it. Mid- Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough nil nil. It was a grim nil, game. Yeah. yeah, very grim. Um, and then one one that that game, the, the Sheffield United game. So I always remember being a little bit underwhelmed by Benitez's starts, but. His team seemed to click into gear a bit later, didn't they? Well, they were always playing Champions League qualifiers by that yeah, point, true, weren't yeah. they? So they, they, they were up and running, but the, the Premier League game tended to not be the most important game of that yeah. time. Yeah. Usually, mean, usually a golfing class as well between a Premier League team and Hackaby Mifer or, or whoever it was. Hackaby Mifer. Hackaby They beat Hackaby Mifer. Hackaby Mifer, yeah, in Kiev. In, well, they beat well. They beat them at Anfield and drew one all in Kiev. So. Gark Monzala scored, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pivalul. That's it. <laughs> well done to them. Um, stop picking on Paul. It's not his fault. He can't speak properly. That's why we call him into these podcasts. Yeah. Uh, if I said to you Ecru, what would you say to me? Oh, I'm I've, I've, I've aged myself there, haven't I? I've aged myself there. Yeah. Never forget that awake it. Okay. Uh, but I'm trying to think it? what game. Come on. Very famous game. Very famous game. Some some bloke scored quite a few goals for the opposition. Nineteen ninety six. Oh, Ravenelli. Yes, Ravenelli, yeah. of course, Ravenelli, the white feather. Yeah, I love the white feather. See, that was an example of a game that Liverpool ended up finishing fourth in a two horse race yeah. in the in the league that yeah. season. That, that that kind of set the tone because it was it promised a lot and ultimately didn't really deliver what you wanted. Yeah, it was in that cream kit, wasn't it? Um, crew. Sorry, it's all about Ecru. That's what it's called, yeah. But when he said Ecru, I was looking at him like, what, what is he on about? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep quiet on this one. Ecru. Um, yeah. It's up there with, was it, d- d- Deep Violet and Bold Citrus? Uh, I'll tell you what, Ecru, uh, that Ecru kit, one of a bad word, so that was one of Liverpool's greatest. Can, can, can we just break yeah. off for a second and just talk about the new Away kit that, that's the, just been announced today? I'm the not it, What did you call it? It's called Deep, deep Violet. Deep Violet, but yeah. what's the, the goalkeeping the one? It's called oh, uh, Vivid ba- Cactus. Vivid Cactus, that's it, yes. Absolute joke, isn't it? It's it's a worse joke than being in the in the paint aisle and being cute. It's just, it's just, it's, it's just <laughs> but it's just terrible. You know? Just call it violet. That's what it is, violet. And it's or purple, or purple and orange, or purple with orange trim <laughs> and green, yeah. or very ugly. Um, You're not having it. I don't actually. I don't mind it. I don't mind if it is if it's the third kit. Stick that as a third kit, and and the the mad people who want to go out and buy that can. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first couple of kits can be fine, can't they? Joe they, Rimmer they says match. that a large section of Liverpool supporters are mad. <laughs> so you've heard it here first. It, I don't, you don't mind if they're Fiorentina, but no, keep away from purple kits. I said to Christian Walsh yesterday, we did the video on ahead of the release. I said I'm, I was on the fence, but I actually quite like it. Um, I think it's, I think it's in keeping with with the the, the bold kits that they've had over the last few seasons. Third and kits, Paul. Third kits. That's where they can keep their bold kits. But they wear the Otherwise third kits just as much as they wear the they wear kit these that, days, that don't they? True, so, you know. Of course, it depends on who they play on the opening day. See how oh, I've got this back yeah. in. It's yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. It depends on who they play and where they play on the opening day of the season. Whether we see that lovely deep purple, whatever it's called, deep, deep violet. violet. Sorry, deep violet. Yeah. And too much time around Preno. Deep purple it is kind of era of music there. So you'd, you'd need to it needs to be an away game against Manchester United, wouldn't it, for, for Deep Violet to get a debut? Yeah, he's, he's come up. Uh, 
Wolves? Wolves? No, they play in red, wouldn't they? Red. They play in red for Wolves. Yeah, at least, yeah. at least Liverpool play in red when they're supposed to play in red. They're not like the likes of Arsenal who have any excuses to play in their away kit. You know, We're going off on a tangent now. We are, but yeah, they, we, we are, yeah. but you know they have to play Arsenal so we can justify it. Yeah, yeah, they have to play them twice. Yeah. Anyway, back to memorable opening days. I mean, what are we thinking then? Who do we want to see Liverpool play then? Ideally, who do you want to see them play on the opening day? What's the perfect game for this new-look Liverpool team to bed themselves in? The perfect world is definitely a Huddersfield. You don't want to you don't want to play a promoted team because they usually come up with a bit of bit of fight, yeah. don't they? they? They always want to start well. You obviously don't want to play one of the bigger sides, whether they can meet one of those top six sides. If that report is true, you don't you don't want to face them sort of an eighth place team. So yeah, I think Huddersfield. Because they're just rubbish as well. On the sport, aren't they? <laughs> Come on, let's face it. And, and David Wagner will do clap a favour and say, "Go on, you have you have a nice start to the season." Yeah, Huddersfield at home, please. Premier League fixture makers. I'd I'd go with Brighton at home Brighton, for that very reason. Or 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 if you're going to play a promoted team, because I suspect they're probably going to Fulham away. It's such a great trip, and it's a game where. Fulham play a kind of football that I think yeah, true, it yeah. would be good for Liverpool to play against. It'll be a bit of a struggle for maybe some some opponents in the Premier League, but they'd like to play football and like to press, and it's I think yeah. Liverpool are quite used to playing against that because they can mm. play against it in training every day. Yeah, I, I get what Joe's saying about um, the, the type of team that they play. He, he's obviously fixed fixed himself on Huddersfield. <laughs> I think someone, someone like Huddersfield or Brighton, or maybe you know whoever was promoted last season. They're not as um, as keen as they were nine months ago or twelve months ago as, as it'll be. Um, Newcastle, yeah, wouldn't, um, re- wouldn't really want Newcastle on the open uh, day, would you? Newcastle, because Newcastle and the Rafa do make things difficult for you, don't they? Whereas Huddersfield just come out and mess around. So. <laughs> <laughs> West West Ham at home. West Ham at home. That'd be my pick. Yeah. Even though Pelle- Pellegrini and, and all of that, I think. Oh, but Pellegrini is one of the ones. He'll come, he'll come on the attack, won't he? Mm. Well, I think I think West Ham could be all right next. Well, they'd be better than they have been recently. He'll play Joe Hart and go on the attack, and you just have to pass it down. He'll, Joe he'll, Hart. he'll play he'll Joe Hart. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going for? I'd, I'd take West Ham at home. Yeah. West Ham at home. Huddersfield at home or away or away. I can't remember who I said. I said Fulham away. Brighton. Brighton. Oh, Brighton at home. Yeah, or Fulham away if you're going yeah. to play away. Yeah. I mean, what's the one game you don't want? Then bearing in mind we have to assume that they're not going to play one of these top six. Is it going to be away to Wolves or away to Wolves? Away the one I wouldn't want. Well, that's not going to happen, is it? That's, that's, that's not gonna that's officially that's not, not, not allowed. That officially won't be happening, he says. I don't think you want to go... I wouldn't want to be away at Burnley. I wouldn't want to be away at one of the promoted teams, yeah. Not not that I... I think Liverpool are totally capable of beating them, but just on that opening day, they come up with so much... Mm. They always push you all the way, even if... I remember Chelsea beating Wigan, do you remember that? Years and years yeah, ago, yeah. Crespo yeah, one scored, 1-0, yeah, yeah. yeah Wigan pushed them all the way, and of course Sheffield United were a promoted team. Yeah, I, I don't like playing them early doors. That's assuming you can't take on any of those. There's, there's one you don't want, Leicester away. Yeah, that's there. You go. It's a very tough one. Isn't it? Crystal Palace away. Wouldn't fancy yeah, that one. Yeah, but I, I agree with what you're saying there about teams. You know, playing, you know, giving an extra five percent when you're just yeah. newly promoted. You look at Manchester City last season. I think they started against Huddersfield, did they? Yeah. And it, it it wasn't a, a walk in the park no. by any means, considering they finished on 100 points. That was a tough afternoon for them. Huddersfield didn't finish on 100 points. Did Huddersfield have 100 shots in the course of the entire season? I'm not sure whether they did, to be honest. Anyway, that's enough guessing. <laughs> join, join us later this week where we will look at the actual fixture list when it comes out and also assess all the latest transfer news regarding Liverpool. Cheerio. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.